0: Hello podcasters. How are we? How are we? How are we? We're good. How, How are, we? are we? Hawaii. Hawaii. How are we? we are good. Big show today. True he was back again. Yes. Another installment. True
1: that. HIV positive
2: mm-hmm.
0: man. Yeah, Clint. He was lovely. Yeah, not blue E. Blue is not HIV positive. Yeah, no, you don't know baby. you don't know where this story's going. You know, uh no, I was here. I was it's amazing,
1: here. isn't it, where you kinda of go the the medical advances in just a few short years. Yeah. To have it not detectable in your system. Hmm. It's um, extraordinary. Like it, it will is. be eradicated, won't it? Hmm. It'll be like one of those things where you're like, oh my God, there's one case.
0: Yeah. We got very close to smallpox. There's still um, the the small percentage of human error in there of people. Of course. Some people are careless. Yeah. Yeah. It'll get, I mean, it's dropping by the day, but uh, we do. Do you mind if I ask with someone who is HIV positive? So very open and honest with their uh, answering, which is great. Mm hmm. A um, few laughs in there around um, emergency services getting called for embarrassing <laughs> things. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we discussed how much money you would share if you won the lotto tonight. It's the 100 uh, mil. Yeah, but don't enter because Maddie's already won. It's my toxic trait. Every time I buy a ticket, I genuinely think. Well, even when I, I haven't got a ticket, toxic. I think I'm going to win You're
1: manifesting it.
0: it. Yes. Even when you don't have a ticket, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's that I'm, like, I'm going to win a lot of this. Week. Do you have a ticket? <laughs> nah, no, no. no. no, no. But so, I have a ticket
1: yeah. in my wallet that I haven't checked because I'm still thinking I've won. Is it connected to an account or
0: is it just one you bought?
1: Like It's just one I bought. Oh, no, I got given it for a birthday. So like <gasps> I haven't checked it because I'm kind of like, maybe. That's the one. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the one. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be just the worst if you lost your ticket and then it was all over the news saying... Carina News yeah. agency has the winner and you're like, shit, was that mine? Well, it's you like know. that um that guy that threw away his laptop with all his crypto in it. That's right, and then he uh. spent like hundreds of thousands trying to dig it out of landfill. Yeah. 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 Is crypto still worth a bit? Like or is it is it depends sort of. on
1: the day. Depends who you are. Yes.
0: Mm. <sighs> yeah, it's a real roller coaster. It's an interesting concept. The yeah, Australian dollar really understand. plummeted yesterday. It up. Mm. Yep, and a few What's it? What? What's it? What is it? I do like, What's now? the deal? I Where don't keep
1: it? across gold and silver in the Australian dollar as much. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, mm. But I used to have to, just because my grand would send me money and I'd want to know how
2: much.
1: It was. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then you sent it on the strippers yeah, and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that
0: money. Like for Christmas, you would. Send oh, them, yeah. okay. Sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry, not the. That
0: was sort of, um, it was my inheritance. Oh, sorry. Different.
1: Mm. How much did you get? In- uh, he didn't. He uh, got someone through law school.
0: No, but how much did you (laughs) get from her It's inheritance? Five grand, I think. She's got a lot of grandkids. Yeah. And I should sit mum, sons and daughters. Yeah. My mum flew back business class from the funeral. She did, didn't she? I guess she got a fair chunk. Did your mum come with five grand cash and give it to you? Is that how it worked? Like, how did you... You know, now that you mention it, (laughs) I have never seen in writing...
3: Yeah, oh, like yeah, how did much. it yeah. how did it
0: come about? I wouldn't kick like, that, that gift horse. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I'm saying it could be more.
1: It could, but I would. Yeah. You want to ask your mum, and you think she'll go? Yeah, sure.
0: No. Mm. But I, I don't even know. Business class Emirates is not an unsmall bit of change. No, God, no. Mm. I've ne- I'd love to fly business. I've never <gasps> flown. Business. I have. Mm. I would never pay for it though. It's 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 the price of most most of my holidays cost that much.
1: Well, Do that's when we did the, uh...
0: New Zealand long lunch. Yeah. Mm. And they
1: were like, we've yeah. upgraded you. And See, I'm I like, think... That... Please don't. Mm. <laughs>
0: yeah, don't, don't ruin no, every other flight no, for No, it was
1: just the people I'm on board with. I was like, hmm, right. I don't know if they should.
0: Did they get... Did you... Was it just you upgraded or everyone was upgraded? Uh, everyone your was upgraded. The whole yeah. listeners, yeah. Um, because it's all relative, isn't it? What well, you're, you're used to. Well, that's the thing. Like... If I, well, sorry, when I'm manifesting, when I win the hundred million Powerball tonight, mm. I will fly nothing but business for the rest of my life. Okay. But to me, to them, when you're a hundred millionaire, mm. it won't be anything. No, that's true. You know? So mm. maybe what you should do in that situation then, Matt, you should do it every five, fifth time. Oh, yeah, fly. Yes. <laughs> you know so that? then it does become, yeah. that is genius. Yeah, so it's still a trick. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jeff Bezos. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be like, <laughs> he flies his private jet everywhere. And yeah. every so often he should just jump yeah. on a budget carrier to why be like.
1: Oh so he can go, That's Blood, all. Blood,
0: aren't I lucky? Yeah. I
1: still think anyone who flies there knows they're lucky. I don't think yeah. that you would ever become ungrateful for flying like that.
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If think you have the money, there's no reason why you never, can't If you if you, were, if you were like a rich kid from parents and you'd never been in an economy, you've got no true. idea. What,
1: you think you'd find it amazing? Oh my God, this person is like sitting on me. No, How again,
0: I, I think you would find business, you, you would make you appreciate business better. Yeah. Yeah. But also too, maybe it goes the other way. So Jeff Bezos, who only ever flies on private jet, mm. what he does is then he thinks, oh, my jet sucks because there's better jets out there. Mm. So, yeah. So for him, mm. he's probably thinking he's being humble on his current maybe. jet because, maybe. you know, yeah. like... Bill Gates has a better jet, mm. so he's like, I'm pov. Yeah. Bill Gates is living, so I got to get but, to Bill Gates' jet. See, the other thing you should probably you should probably do economy occasionally, just to make sure that your jet is, is schmick. I mean, imagine if he gets an economy in uh, Qantas. He's like, they've got John Wick four in the entertainment. I don't have John Wick. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? Like, you want to make sure yours yeah. is up to snuff. I'd forget you know? who it was who I saw did a video. They were talking on their podcast, two Aussie guys, comedians, and it was it was a great bit they were doing. They were talking about how. Every rich person actually needs a bogan mm. to enjoy their money on their behalf. Mm. So it's like rich people, right? So you think about it, like same thing with, we're saying Jeff Bezos, he wouldn't watch stuff on his private jet. He would be working on the jet. Yeah. Like he, they constantly got the laptop yeah, and they're yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. So what rich people should do is employ a bogan, mm. which yeah, any one of us could do. That's and great what idea. it is, is they just report back on them where yeah. they're like, it's so good. well, Jeff's tapping away on the laptop yeah. in the kitchen, comes out and he goes, mate. That hot tub outside yeah, yeah. is friggin amazing. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. drinking all of your wine. <laughs> it was the shit. But they're so busy keeping yeah. keeping the dream alive. The, the, the money taken over. That their over. bogan just says yeah. to them. how I good just realised
1: where the bogan's for my friend. Yeah, 100%. that's why she always hundred percent. Oh yeah, your rich I friend. I love Lou. Lou. <laughs> Lou yeah, yeah, she she must think that she invites. Uh, the kids over to look at the fireworks yeah. from her because she might be
0: sick of it. Yeah, mm.
1: She always gets reported back on the uh, the podcast.
0: But, oh, does she? but then yeah. there's nothing better than when a bogan actually gets rich, like say when you win tomorrow. <sighs> oh, yeah, they know yeah. how to live. You, you. I saw a photo. This blew me away. Led Zeppelin's private jet. You're not going to believe it. Can you guess, and I would give you an infinite amount of guesses, can you guess what Led Zeppelin's private jet had on it? A bo- and it's bogan. It's like a rich, a bogan got rich. Oh, Is it like a pokey machine? No. Nah. It's insane. Like insanely bogan or? It's just insane concept. It had. Hang on, I'm going to have a wait, guess. Wait, 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 wait.
1: <sighs> Has it ever been on a private plane before?
0: Not in a million A bowling years. alley seems too obvious. Mm-hmm. Is it huge? Uh, no. You have to clean it after you use it. You have to clean it. Uh, are you, are you, no, it wouldn't be irritable. No, clean no, it, I it after you so. use it.
1: Is it uh, for food?
0: No, but you can roast things on it.
1: So it's a barbecue.
0: No, you no, can roast it like a a spit roast. Like you can roast things on it. Like say, if I give you what you would roast on it, it would give it away. Uh,
1: can roast on it. If, yeah. I,
0: if I give you what you could roast, very on very important around Christmas time.
1: Like a turkey thing.
0: like This is pit. how insane it is. Spit rows. Like a fire pit. A, a fireplace. A fireplace. They <laughs> <laughs> put a oh, fireplace. On their private jet. I would never get on that jet. <laughs> <laughs> that is asking. I know, right? The, it's like, <laughs> imagine if you see the plane flying by and it's got smoke coming out the top of it like a choo-choo train. That's it? Yeah, where's the chimney? Well, like, how it does that a, work? It just has a pipe. That's all it is, just a hole You're going You sure it's the... not a coal-powered... Oh, one of those <laughs> electric ones that you see no, on the current like a, affair that tip like over and burn the house thing. down? <laughs> Still wouldn't get on that plane. Yeah. hectic. Yeah.
1: All right, we're going to go. We're going to not against it.
0: No. Yeah, we got stuff on. Okay, uh, sorry. All right, no, no, I was I'm into great. it. was great. I was into that. That was, I love that. It's just something for me to think about when I win my $100 million tonight. Mm. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's a podcast.
4: Stab Abby and Matt on B105. $100 million
1: is up for grabs tonight for a lotto. Wow. $100 million, so it's jackpotted. <sighs> That's a lot. I don't so don't get excited
0: No, because I'm going to win it. Oh, I've got so. oh, a ticket right. too, mate.
1: Right. But this is what I... I love dreaming about sharing it mm-hmm. for the people that I love. Mm-hmm. Like, I do love a, t- this idea of paying off people's mortgages yeah. or... Being able to help your parents out. I think that's the ultimate. Like being able to get your parents in your car rather than driving around in a rust bucket, I think would be mm. amazing. But how much would you share? And would you tell people that you've won? I mean, you've told people you won even Already. before. Already, yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah.
0: dependent. I think it all depends how much you win because the way you would go if you won all 100 million tonight yeah. would be very different to if you got 5 million.
1: Ooh. Would you share it in this situation? A South Australian uh, woman has won 2.58 million in Saturday, Saturday Lotto, right? And she didn't buy the ticket, so she received the ticket in a card from her in-laws. Oh, that's always but a for tough her birthday. One. It's, a, yeah. it's a gift. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of them was two uh, two Division One winning entries. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Set the bar high for a next birthday present. <laughs> yeah. So, well, how she m- said, how much did I she opened, say she won? So, uh, 2.58, mm. uh, I think. Million. Yeah, so when I opened the card and spotted the ticket, they were hopeful and expected to win a small amount, but the total prize was more to make their dreams come true. I thought I'd just won $20, not 2.58 million. I told my in-laws straight away, and they thought that I was pulling their leg. Mm. You would be annoyed for giving that, you know, years you? of buying lotto but tickets they're... and that's when you give <laughs> well, away. Well they did say that the woman the women a woman and her spouse intend on spending the money on their family. Could you imagine though, where it's like, you guys are staying together though, aren't you? Because
0: if not. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 There must I mean, because there is always a chance if you gift someone something like that, as much as you probably don't think it's gonna happen, there is the chance that it can win. So yeah. you have to I think you have to set the ground rules when you give it to them.
1: Hugh Jackman, always on a Friday, is it Friday once a month or is every Friday, uh, he buys his uh, The Crew a lotto ticket.
3: And someone was saying, with.
1: Yeah, and someone wow. was saying, like, in the whole time you've worked there, yeah, like, in all whatever. the different films, has anyone won? He's like, no, no, well, not that they've told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never saw
0: Tom again, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See,
1: this is what's hard. 2.85
0: is a lot of money. Yes. It is a sack of money. Yes. But if you break it down, like, the house of cost of... Houses these days They haven't
1: got a house So st- they've been looking At getting a house For three or four years So they said that They're going to get A house as first thing So
0: if you go and buy a house So just say In Australia You want to you, you know you want all that money You want to buy something Unless you probably Spend at least A million bucks On a house Right so you're down to one, one and a half mil, then boo hoo.
1: Yeah, I know. Look, here you go.
0: But then you <laughs> can like, still share any, it. Anything you say from this point, though, you didn't have what you have now, so and plus they're in
1: your peninsula, they could get a mansion for 700. But then,
0: <laughs> but then from there, I, what I was going to say is, how much do you give them? If you go, I really appreciate it out of my 2.58 million, mm-hmm. here's ten thousand no, dollars. No, no,
1: I think you'd have to give. I reckon a meal. Oh, I would say a meal.
0: Oh, not a chance. I'm, I'm sorry, never, you'd never talk to me again. You're would... the one that goes to church every week.
1: So? You're supposed to be a bit live more, in more giving. You you're the richest person here. It he doesn't
0: work like that, mate.
1: <laughs> I think people think you're supposed to be a bit more generous than yeah. giving. Yeah, no. What's no a... <laughs> Stab, you know that used to be my favourite thing, though, when we had to collect money. If you're
0: Muslim, thirteen, ten, sixty, what would you do? Religion doesn't come into it with this.
1: Okay. It's got uh, nothing to do with it. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, I, I mean, say, it does really because if you were really, really religious, you wouldn't um, get lotto because that's a form of gambling. and Gambling is a sin.
1: But I used to stand well, out front of church when I had to collect money for my Catholic school mm. and I used to, uh, like, ask for money when they're coming out and I used to get the least amount. But if I used to go to the train station yeah. and there was people there that were quite poor, I used to get the most. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So that's a lesson for you. Hold on to your money. So how much?
0: <laughs> You're saying ten grand?
1: No, I don't know. But what I'm saying
0: is, is is that acceptable? <laughs> Are we going like to break up how, over hypothetical?
1: <laughs> I think if you're close to in-laws and yeah. they've just given you the winning ticket and you've you've got two point five eight million you didn't have, mm. you buy a house or something for a million. I would definitely give them, I would say five hundred thousand at least.
0: At least, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Mm. I don't know the number. What I'm saying is, is it's not as easy as if you won a hundred. So million. what about mm. if you
1: won a hundred mil? 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, you
0: could, then you'd then you be happy to give more. A hundred mil, but someone's give giving million. you
3: the ticket.
1: Yeah, you can give them
0: a million. Mm. Give them a call, cool mil. Or would you give five, Would you give 50 million to fifty million?
1: No, me? Way, but if I won a hundred mil, I'd probably give him about four. If they'd give me the ticket, yeah. I didn't have that before. Mm. Yeah. So I would de- definitely give them more.
0: I think the moral of this story is don't gift this. Because it just gets too complicated. Don't give these things yeah. as gifts because this always happens. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go to church, well, then you got to part with more money.
1: What, isn't Is it 10 that
0: Yeah, that's if you tithe. That's yeah. tithing. Mm. But mm.
4: Would you tell
1: church you won the lotto? Well, he, would,
0: he, <laughs> Even would, he would know.
4: <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. You were today years old when you found this out. I was today years old when I learned
1: another thing I really should know, yeah. Great Uh, voice that man has. Mm. Machine Age? Yep.
0: Yeah, he's great. Good. Yeah, our audio guy also has a band, Machine Age. I believe they're playing at Southbank on the weekend, but I digress. Uh, I love the internet for some reasons, and one of my favourite things about the internet... Everyone loves internet. Yeah, it's got good, good points and bad points, is that occasionally someone who is just being their own selves and just talking in their own patter becomes a viral sensation because it is a tad unusual. I'm thinking Sweet Brown with the bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a few more uh, out there that some you can't repeat. Uh, chick Chick Boom Girl, you know.
1: Yeah, which is fake, yeah. wasn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah, that's right. I mean, right.
1: someone did ask her for a witness statement when she'd come out of a nightclub.
0: Yeah. She was clearly intoxicated, um, and I think whoever filmed that would have known she possibly could have made it up but thought, Whatever. The uh, She wasn't produ- under oath. Producers are going to love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eat it up. Uh, so Emily Brogan is a TikToker. Uh, apparently her dad is a big fan of the show. So shout out to Adam if he's oh, listening. Oh, yeah.
1: local girl. Yeah.
0: Uh, and she had something, she discovered something that um, I think, it, well, I'm not sure if the, many people wouldn't know about it, or maybe they just wouldn't know that there are specific ways of saying it, because I think it's something that everybody does. Anyway. Anyway. She had to call the police because something occurred, and when she was doing that, she had to spell her name. And that's where her mind was blown. Have a listen.
3: Someone, anyone at all, please tell me I'm not the only one that didn't know the phonetic alphabet existed until a couple of days ago. I had to ring-a-ding-ding the coppers to ask for an update on my stolen bag. Update, she's long gone, gone skis, but it's fine, we move. Anywho, the signal was a bit bad. The lady said to me, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna help her out here. So off I went with my last name, you know, B for big, R for ranger, O for over at G for good, so <laughs> on and so forth. She comes back with, you know, confirming my address and all this stuff, going F for Fox, Trot, X for X-Ray. My flatmate goes, wow, she's really good at the phonetic alphabet. As soon as the flatmate left and I hung up off the phone to the copper, I uh, Googled phonetic alphabet. It's called the phonetic alphabet and it's a legitimate thing that people know and learn. What the f? I
2: I
0: think the issue is the speed of which she talks is why people <laughs> oh, can't mate, understand I bring,
3: her. I, I
1: find that so satis- satisfying. satisfying.
0: Yeah, ASMR for you. Oh, I know People talking
1: she- fast. Oh, God, yes, get it done with, yes,
0: love it. <laughs> Get
1: well, to the point. See, I was I
0: felt anxious oh, throughout. No, whole thing. no it yeah. actually
1: makes me calm. Yeah. Because I know really? that we could just get so much done together. Are you yeah. one of those
0: psychopaths that listens to podcasts better up?
1: Oh my god, yes!
0: Oh, I love it <laughs>
1: so much. And then I just know that I could talk at the same time as her talking, and mm. we could still hear each other. Well,
0: you should ring a ding dinger one day.
1: Oh yeah, that bag long <laughs> gone. Oh, that, I got that's
0: sweaty what I liked palms about. listening to that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get sweaty palms listening to people talk slow.
0: Mm. Uh yeah, well that's yeah, it's a good point. And it's then just, I finish up her sentence, yeah. and they still do it. It's yeah. like a,
1: that sloth from the movie. Like come on,
0: <laughs> great scene really? uh, from Zootopia, uh, and yeah. So then, then she decided. Look, God bless her. She's not just going to go. Oh, that's something that I, I learned and move on and forget about it. She decides to look into it and educate herself.
3: Mind is blown because tell me why this whole time I just say whatever is around me. So if I'm at the zoo, I'll be like, okay, Z for zebra. I'll be like, G for giraffe. E for elephant. If I'm in the kitchen, I'll be like F for fork, M for mixer, M for milk. You know, I just kind of go what's around me, what I'm feeling. Also, sometimes I get a bit stressed when I do that, because I come like, in my room, right? be like P for plant, B for blind. I'm like, how do they come up with stuff on the, on the spot so quickly? It's because it's a f***ing <laughs> phonetic alphabet. I feel so dumb. So dumb. <sighs> I don't know. It's fine. We move. Am I gonna let it? Nah. I reckon it adds spice when they hear my random little, my little things. <laughs>
1: I, I do. I just make it up sometimes.
0: So I do, yeah, I do what she does. I mean, yeah. I know it exists, mm. but, but I, I, don't, I don't know I'd, off the top of my head. Well, yeah. that is who, alpha lazy.
1: Who came uh, up with it?
0: Uh, I don't know. Because the army would have Yeah, it is a well, military thing. Well, I'm just saying that like, you
1: like, got wife a Yankee. Mm. Like, we wouldn't really say No, true. Yankee, Yankee foxtrot. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm. We'll look into that. Is I'll that Zulu, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're just 1920s.
1: It. it was the International Telecommunications Union. Yeah, I guess when you've got to call up and organise a bomb.
0: Yeah, you want to be accurate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah and that, what, when you're trying to give the order to, to send a bomb, you know, mm. it's like D for dingling, uh, <laughs> <laughs> B for boom boom. <laughs> Still
4: N we'll get for No!
0: <laughs> <laughs> comes in handy.
4: <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. <laughs> you know, we've
1: talked about the mental load. Um, in a household, and how that could be draining. Mm. And there, uh, and when we're talking about it, someone sent me this. Uh, Amanda, who works in our newsroom, mm-hmm. she sent me this because she's like, "Oh my god, this is so true." Actually, probably shouldn't dob in any names because then our story went on. Uh, Dump. Dump. <laughs>
0: I wish to remain anonymous
1: (laughs) I know, sorry And then this other girl in the office who was complaining about her husband said (laughs) Now husbands know know. know. I'm sure
0: what she's telling you is nothing she hasn't already told him Keep
1: it in, Abby But she did send me Hugh and Penny Now you might know Hugh because he is the author of the uh, Resilience Resilience Project Project. And it's amazing, amazing in his field of I guess Mm. You would say it's inspirational, right? Yeah, well, the book, the book is about, um,
0: uh, you know, realising what you have is quite great. He has, tells a great story about his sister um, and then also about when he travelled to India and stuff. So mm. it's, it's about, you know, enjoying your life rather than wo- ho- wishing, wishing you had what other people had. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, and her, his partner, Penny, they were on a, uh, a podcast, The Imperfects, and they were talking about this and this is how she describes it.
3: I've never heard of the term mental load basically it's like the invisible labor um that's involved in running a household when do the kids need the vaccinations do i need to buy the kids some more shoes are they growing out of their shoes Mm -hmm. oh do we have enough blueberries in the fridge as soon as i heard the term i was like oh like that's what i'm carrying around like this is why i feel so heavy Mm. and so overwhelmed after kind of looking into a little bit more i saw this book fair play So fair play, Mm -hmm. and the author describes it as this. Tell me if you can relate to this. You stay up late making school lunches after your partner has gone to sleep. You do load after load of laundry while your husband watches TV and then asks, hey, what's for dinner? How did I get here? Where did all of my time go? Even though we live in the 21st century, women are still shouldering the weight of domestic responsibilities.
1: And a lot of guys, and I know that you guys do as well, like you're very 50-50 and mm-hmm. you do work out um, at home of like doing the groceries, doing the washing. But then every, when I speak to him a little bit more details, I go, yeah, okay, good, but who updates the kids' clothes or the doctor's appointments mm-hmm. or all those bit of sort of like birthday parties where they're going. And it's that that can be a little bit draining. So they've come out with this card game, Fair mm-hmm. Play has. So there's cards with the different topics on it Mm -hmm. and you and your partner are supposed to sit down, I don't know, maybe over wine and you've got an hour to play this game.
0: Is it like strip poker?
1: You could make it strip poker if that's what you need for Mm -hmm. your attention. Mm -hmm. So
0: everything that you do you've got to take a piece of clothing off for, love it, swing them here, I'll to take them fair, get To be fair, to do I was going to do it here, but
1: I don't feel comfortable now. Uh, no, it would be the
0: women taking all their clothes off uh, at the moment.
1: Whichever way you want to do it, yeah. if it doesn't, to be fair, um, that doesn't involve it. Um,
0: yeah. So how do you play?
1: So you would, you would just hold up a card mm-hmm. and you'd go, okay, so meals, kids, school lunches. Who does the kids' school lunches?
0: She does. Esther. As in Rory.
1: Okay, so that's, yeah, maybe you're out of this game. Right. <laughs> uh, so then she would take that card, right? Yes. Right. But then you go goods, good, uh, home goods and supplies, so like toilet paper and stuff like that.
0: That's me. Esther.
1: No, I said you're out of this game. Oh, I'm <laughs> so that's <laughs> no, it. No, yeah. Stay in it, stay in it, stay in it. There's okay. got to be one good bloke in here. <laughs> Groceries also me. Esther. Well, okay, you're going to get in trouble if you keep doing this,
0: remember? <laughs> okay. Yes, okay, good point. See what I mean? Okay, Yeah. So
1: that's why I was trying to have you back.
0: I'd be, be out. Stay
1: in it. <laughs> no, 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 you, no, you
0: can't no, hide. I'd be out. No, that Kat's, makes it worse. Because Kat's going
1: to be upset going, you've just said no, no, that you she do does everything. stuff,
0: though. Yeah. Get some of the stuff that she does. <laughs> I don't the manly know. stuff.
1: Okay, garbage. Who puts the garbage out each week?
0: I I do that. (laughs) There we go. go. That's me. See, so you
1: would take a card and at the end of it, you work out how many cards you've got. Now, here's the thing. Mm. Just because you've got the most cards doesn't mean you're doing the most because sometimes that doesn't take long as a job.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But it's good to kind of go, all right, wait a minute. Dry Mm. cleaning. Who's doing dry cleaning? I mean, it's too expensive, but who's doing dry cleaning?
0: We do our own. So is, you mean when you say dry cleaning, are you saying washing or are you saying uh, like physically take something physically to the dry cleaner? take it to the dry cleaner and back. Oh, uh, well, h- whoever owns it. If it's my yeah, suit, I'll do it. Okay, that's great. She does not So
1: you, you could leave that in the pile because neither are you taking it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Okay.
1: Uh, so then you'll kind of go birthday celebrations for your kids. Who buys all the presents?
0: Mm, that's probably, oh, I do Xander. She does Eden. So you pick your favourites. Well, just we stay in our wheelhouse. Um, I don't know know which LOL doll she wants. Home
1: maintenance?
0: uh, The cat. (laughs) And that one's me. Okay. But then at the
1: end of it, you can sort of divide. And if you want to go, you know what, I actually don't, like lawns and plants, she might go, I don't want that. But then at the end of it, you can have your cards. So if it comes to a thing where you're like, wait a minute, we've got out of home supplies. You have the card. (laughs) Mm,
0: Right. So the idea is you get your cards each and then you go, here they are tangibly, and then you can go, can you take this for me? Can you take Mm. that for me? 100%. And then
1: if you're the case where you're like, I've got all the meals during the day, you might go, hey, you know what? Meals on the weekends. Can you take that card? So you know that on Saturday and Sunday that's good. you're doing all the meals. Yeah. It's not bad, is yeah. it? I mean, it seems like, oh, do we have to do this? No,
0: because I think – but sometimes yeah. you do fall into just that rhythm of you do this. This is all the stuff that you do. This is all the stuff they do. Yeah. And you never think – like, I, I sometimes would like to go – and just that just remind, made me think of it. Just go, hey – and she would. Would you cook dinner tonight? Because mm. I've just cooked for 10 well, days that, But row, you wouldn't you have to because
1: know? she knows that that's what she's doing on the weekend, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But, like, even things like storage, garage, and seasonal items – you know, like you're putting away the Christmas decorations and mm. stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah. Can I say, though, on the like shopping one, yeah. if you hand me the card, can I do it the way I want to do it? Like, Can I buy the brands of stuff that I want and that? That's yep. what you got to make sure you, so. you clear No, 100%. Yeah. It can't you, be like, you can do it, but you got to do it the way I want you to she do put, it. Because she yet.
1: wouldn't give you that card if she was so...
0: Yeah, concerned yeah. about it. Like if I gave uh, Kat the dinner card and she chose not to use the air fryer, I couldn't get upset about that. I mean, you would be upset, but oh, you can't say it. I can't say you it. You cannot say you it. Cannot say it. But say then you've also system. got
1: like curriculum <laughs> kids. Uh-huh. That's non-sport. So if you want to do the coding club and stuff like that, that's mm-hmm. a non-sport. Then yeah. you've got the sporting one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you've got I- first aid, safety, emergency. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Imagine, imagine that. Your kid's <laughs> broken their leg.
0: You're like, sorry, babe, <laughs> I don't have the car. Nah. You're going to have to come here. Bad. I'm at work. i <laughs> oh, not okay. Sorry. No, that's your problem.
4: Bad, bad time to be on a cruise, <laughs> cat. Yep, sorry. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I'm so
1: embarrassed.
3: Most embarrassing moments. Sometimes
0: the most embarrassing part of the embarrassment is the embarrassment itself. 131060, <laughs> safe space. Come and share your embarrassment. We want to hear your embarrassment. Embarrassing emergency call-outs, a poor woman, a mother in Essex in the UK. She was at a park with her friend and their kids, and she was enjoying a nice day out in the local park in Sutherland, and she decided to slip in to a swing. Now, here's her fatal mistake. Well, it wasn't fatal. Uh, It was a child's swing. You know Mm. the ones, the ones with the little belty thing, so the kids Mm. don't fall out. She got in it pretty easily. Then she realised for about ten minutes later that she wasn't able to get out.
1: It's always a way. He got in.
0: Yeah. So kids' heads through railings and things. They go
1: in, but then they come So that happened to come out. a friend of ours, a uh, child did it and was saying goodbye to the grandparents and put their head through it. Yeah. And the grandparents were like, well... <laughs> Your problem. We're still going. Of course, of course, yeah. I'm not hanging around with this. <laughs> yeah. And she, and she wanted to, like her husband was like, Can I, I'll have to, I'll have to get the um, angle like, grinder, angle grinder, and cut, and yeah. cut him out, and cut him out." It was timber, and she's like, "No way, no way." So she called the fire All brigade, right. and they just cut. They right. did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: If it was timber, well, he could he could have just tapped it out then, maybe. I. Don't you know that's <laughs> that is so embarrassing for that man to stand around while he watches the fire brigade go exactly well, he like he was what going he to could do. have done. Well, yeah. She
1: seemed to think that she thought there were some special pliers or some sort of magical yeah. grease that they put on and that's what <laughs> that they were having have... a fight about.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh I know yeah. he would have gone, yeah. see? Mm. Tell, tell them, guys. Yep. Tell, tell yep. her. <laughs> <laughs> now, he pulled them aside when they got in and said, don't use the magical grease. I've told her we need to cut this.
1: The reason we know this story is because the uh, timber has not been fixed. Oh, so I that's why. It's <laughs> always it's like, reminder. just be careful if your kid's going past <laughs> there. Don't get too close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Yeah, she was stuck in there for an hour, and then uh, the fireys came and cut her uh, free. the way back and then we'll just tip upside down. <laughs> She's okay. Yeah.
1: So that's a kid crying watching. The kid has nothing to do nothing with it. Nothing
0: to do with Kids just upset that mummy's stuck in a swing. Yeah. Mummy looks over defeated. <laughs> Mummy does look defeated. Uh, and then her friend even says uh, later on in the clip, this is going to be all over Facebook. <laughs> you're like, thanks, man.
1: See, I would have asked someone to go and get some oil.
0: American oil. Well, yeah. you're there yeah. your, like, your So I think that would only oil help oil? if you were in. If you were, Skin to skin, would no,
1: it? No, steel, oil no. and anything, wouldn't it? Well, what, what kind what of pants is she je- wearing? Jeans? Like
0: uh almost, she's stuck in a swing interactive wet. Oh, you cut them off. Do you know which one what has gone out? the mm-hmm. rounds
1: again? Um, which brings me so much joy, and it's an older one. But if you remember, there was a girl that was in the uh, gym, and it was early, and there was like an upside-down one, one that you'd do for your abs, mm. and she got in it. Oh, yeah, you, you'd strap your ankles into it. Yes, and yeah, up. and you will yeah. curl oh, up. Yeah. But she, hers went back, so her mm. head was right down the bottom, her mm-hmm. feet were mm-hmm. up in the air, <laughs> and all she could do was to manage to call um, services to say, can you come and help me, because Norma's at the gym. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we always see those ones of the kids that crawl up into a claw machine and get stuck as yes, well. Yes, yeah.
1: parents are like, oh, I'm going to get you out when you get all the expensive stuff.
0: Mm. And it's got a weak claw, so you can't <laughs> mm, not... get him by his head and it just slips out. I just leave him in there, go and do the groceries to come back. They're not going anywhere. they no one... to play with. No yeah. one's going to win them, are they? Yeah, that's right. yeah. Just hand him, put a bottle of water up there, away you go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 13, 10, 60, Um Embarrassing emergency call-outs. When have you called yep. emergency services, it was maybe something like that, or maybe you got a bit, you took it a bit too far, you didn't need them, you Here, know. Here's one's a bit of a sidebar as well, but it is a call-out. You know, there's people that call the RACQ and the car won't start, and then they just realise it w- was not in park. Yeah, right.
1: oh, Or oh, they didn't realise that you got to put your foot on the brake. On the brake, yeah. Just start the car. Apparently, yeah. they get there with loan cars quite a bit.
0: Oh, yeah, I would imagine so.
1: Well, you only know what you know, guys, all right? So oh, you done So, those people
3: alone. <laughs> <So> <laughs> profound.
1: Josie and Beth and Gary, what was it?
3: Uh, so, one night, I was home alone in the middle of the night, convinced that somebody was in my kitchen because I could see shadows under my door. So, I rang the police, and it turned out to be that my dog had gotten inside. Oh. Uh,
1: did, and you didn't realise this until the police came?
3: Yes. Yeah. It literally wasn't until they were knocking on my front door. So, okay, so,
0: because uh, I'm picturing you in the cupboard, ringing them. <laughs> and then, I literally then they break was. In.
3: I was in my, like, en suite um, in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I was hiding. Yeah. And then the lady on the phone was like, they're at your front door now. Can you, like, try and get to the door? And, yeah, I have my bedroom door and I could have just died.
0: I imagine, though, oh. they would take the approach of, no, no, it's cool, you always call us, because they'd rather have you call. Oh, them yeah,
1: than... they thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Or I would have done the, oh, my God, uh, they just left. Just left. left. Yeah. Describe them. <laughs> the dog chased them <laughs> away. Shouldn't they have come in SWAT style, though,
0: if there was a bloke in your kitchen? Like, well, why I knock mean, on the door and let think. them
3: know?
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they really come in that. SWAT. Yeah. But if, um, what I'm saying is, if there is a murderer in there making a sandwich, don't, like, I think, I think maybe if, We're here. if she'd have said, I know there is, I've just seen a man in my house, they maybe would have done differently. But if she's yeah. like, I think there's someone here, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Let's call them today and find out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, Jodes. Hey. Hey, what happened to you, Jodie?
3: Oh, in grade, my daughter was in grade five. Mm-hmm. She uh, got stuck in the playground at school mm-hmm. and they had to call the fire brigade and cut her out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, two weeks later, she got stuck in the playground at no. the local park, <laughs> and she called them herself.
0: <gasps> she <was laughs> like, got them I've to got come this. and
3: pull her out. Yeah, yeah, and they just had to pull her out of the flat playground. She was just like wedged in something. So, <laughs> <laughs> did
1: you, did you, the school call you before the fire brigade? No, no. When no. I
3: got there, the um, they were putting it, putting her into the ambulance when I got there.
1: All
0: no, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what <laughs> no. part of the playground was she wedged in?
3: Um, where the slide is, you have, like, all the bars around it so you don't fall through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'd got her leg caught and twisted ah. in there somehow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: all right, Thirteen ten sixty. 10, uh, Embarrassing times you've had to call the emergency services. Sarah in South Ripley, what happened to you?
3: Hi. Uh, well, one one night I came back from a party and I had a ring and I couldn't take it off. And my it was on the ring uh, finger and it started swelling. So I was panicking. I tried everything. Like tried to take it out with a, with a soap and all the tricks online. My hubby tried to help me, and then I, it, I started it, it started fading. So we called the ambulance. Mm-hmm. So they came. They tried to pull it not. It wouldn't, and I was, I was, in, my finger went like double the size. Mm. So they said they don't have the instrument to cut the ring. It was midnight, like around, uh, I think two. Mm-hmm. So they had to call the uh, fireies, oh. and Did they come and cut it? Yes. So they came. So I had the ambulance oh, in my no. house. Wow. I had the party. Wow. Morning, they came and my neighbor's like, what's going on? And yeah, they cut the finger. Uh, yeah,
1: not the finger. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> cut the ring. <red laughs> oh, Sarah, because that's always my biggest fear when you went into a jewelry shop. Remember when you like put it on, you couldn't yes. get it off and you start panicking. But they have always like, don't worry about it. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to spit on this. <laughs> I had to get it oh. off. But I couldn't imagine that it not coming off. Mm.
0: Wow. Uh, James is there. <laughs> Hey, James. James. Hey, guys. How's it going?
3: Good. What happened to you, buddy? Uh, So, a few years back, I was uh, having some drinks with a mate of mine and uh, decided to make ourselves some hot, uh, some instant noodles, and I accidentally burnt myself with the boiling water. I had my arm under water for about 20 minutes or so, and during that time, I noticed that uh, there was an ambulance outside the front of our door. And I just realized, oh, my mate had actually called the paramedics for me. (laughs) <laughs> oh. And they uh, end up putting this big long glove on me, wrapped it all up, burned gel the whole lot. And uh, yeah, so it was uh, an embarrassing few days. I didn't hear it for the rest of my uh, team. So it was, uh, yeah, very awkward <laughs> to go into work with a uh, big cast on my hand, having to tell that story. Uh, and do you think. Two, two minute you, noodles.
0: Yeah, two minute noodles. Did you need it? Like, <laughs> if you'd have just been at home and done the water, you think it would have been okay, or was it pretty bad burn? That was a pretty bad burn. Okay, well, you yeah, did the yeah, right yeah. thing then. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I know what you're saying. Everyone's like, wow, the ambulance came. What's wrong? I'm making two-minute two minute noodles. noodles. Um,
3: yeah. yeah. My mate came around the corner. was like, yep, I called the paramedics. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Get on your buddy. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Ah, uh,
0: yes, that's over the week where we go to Trui, an uh, in-real-life version of the popular kids' cartoon, Bluey, because don't get me wrong, it is a phenomenon, it is great, but it's lying to us. It's not a true, accurate representation of what life is like.
1: Not relatable?
0: I don't think so. Mm. No. Uh, and so every week I like to give it a slice of reality through uh, truy Now, um, you've had some troubles with your dog uh, in the last wee while. He's been wearing the cone of shame.
1: Yes, he had to go to the emergency with a scratch eye. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's also had to go to the vet and maybe stay overnight, and you had to do a quick dash to get him.
1: Mm, Point yeah. being
0: is they get sick all the time. What happened with the eye in the end? Was he just...
1: No, I think it's still a little bit scratch. You know what the problem is, Matt, that will worked out? Mm. We had a dog that never went to the vet, and that's because it was Scott and my dog... So when we were just living together and we were like, she'll be right, she's tough. But now the kids cry every time Mm -hmm. something's remotely wrong or he, like, whimpers. It's going to
3: die!
1: It's going to die! Spend $1,200 to make sure! I almost (laughs) went to uh, the emergency last night. Did
0: you? What for this time? Oh, one
1: of the kids sort of swallowed a screw. And I was like, why is a screw on the floor? And then we ended up, it came out of Scott's pocket. So we had to search the house for the screw to make sure it hadn't swallowed it.
0: That's when Scott gets another screw out of his pocket and goes,
1: found it. That's what I almost did. Yeah. Yeah. But we found the screw uh. and it was this long.
0: Oh, gosh, okay. All right, just so people know, she was showing me about five and a half centimetres. No, that was
1: not five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that was 28 inches. <laughs> okay. but, and,
0: uh, <laughs> and so dogs get sick. Yes. But as you just mentioned, the two kids do get sick. My um, daughter, Rory, has been home uh, sick from school oh, all um, all this week. And um, it's, it's a lot better. The older they get, the easier it does get, though, because you know that thing. When they're old enough to realise that they're about to vomit, And they can actually do something about that as opposed to just, look, turning to you and puking wherever they are Mm, with no thought or regard for the cleanup of that situation. Um, So the older older they are, the better they get. And I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think I've I've seen a, a safety cone in Bluey. No? No. Uh, I no. don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. Did anyone get dissexed yeah. in there? I've never seen the um, Daddy Gets Dissexed episode, no. Uh, mm. No. I'm looking forward to seeing that and hearing that episode, <laughs> though, yeah. in the coming weeks, hopefully. Uh, uh, so this one deals with what it is like, and of course, they are still dogs, but what it is like when someone gets sick in your household. Truey. Today's episode of Truey is called Illness. Hey, mom. I think I'm gonna be sick. Well hang on, I'll bring up a bowl. Too late. Okay, I'll bring up a mop. It's alright. I ate it. Well they don't.
1: Truly. They don't. so true. Do
4: they all do that? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby in that on B105.
3: Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind Do you mind if I ask you a personal question?
1: Do you mind if I ask? This is when we talk to someone who might have something unique about them and in this case someone who's living um, in a different situation. We've got Clint who is HIV positive. Good morning, Clint.
2: Good morning, guys. How
1: are we all? <laughs> well, couldn't it, I didn't know how to interview you then. I'm like, something unique, you know, and it is. That's like something. It's, it's having this, I guess, awkward conversation where you don't know how you should, um, I guess, ask questions. But this yeah. is an opportunity, I guess, for people to ask whatever they want because you are a spokesperson for the Queensland Positive People who provides yes. support um, and connection for those living with HIV.
2: Yeah, look, I never thought when I was a little kid, gee, when I grow up, I want to be the poster (laughs) boy for HIV. I didn't really anticipate seeing myself on bus stops and billboards um, for um, something like HIV. But Mm. um, as you get older and you sort of get into different situations, it's really important to try and open people's eyes up to a different perspective um, because it's all about education. So I'm excited to see what people want to
1: know.
0: Well, I uh, grew up, I'm slightly older than uh, the majority of the people on the team. I grew up in the AIDS epidemic, and it was yeah. terrifying.
1: The Grim Reaper. Yeah. Those ads, the ads really the Skittles did all- Yeah. And,
0: and the fact of even even as kids in uh, you know playing in the schoolyard, if someone started bleeding, you would freak out, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, from
2: my understanding, it is a much, much different thing these <laughs> days, correct? Oh, look, the Grim Reaper is not coming for your children. I am not coming for your children <laughs> and bowling you down with my with my AIDS. Um and- and you're right, it, the, that campaign has still left a mark. And the, the unfortunate thing, the, the thing it did was really scared people into submission, um, which was not a terrible thing in, in one respect. Mm. But what it's left is this real fear um, and this almost hatred across Um, the community against people with hiv and it is a very different situation now like it's impossible to catch hiv from me um, because i am on what they call art which is antiretroviral treatment Mm -hmm. which means that i have an undetectable viral load which means it's physically impossible to catch hiv from me even if i was to bleed even if we um, engaged in practices that were deemed not safe Mm -hmm. for someone with hiv I cannot pass this virus on to anyone anymore yeah. um, so that's the very different thing but also there's ways of people that are HIV negative that feel like they might be in situations that could put them at risk mm. you know they they've got options now to protect themselves from it uh, with prep which is a treatment that someone can take one pill a day and then engage in practices and not ever have to worry about you know the potential of catching HIV again yeah. so we're in a very different situation not a lot of people know about this new development. Um, so the fear and stigma that I still get on the daily, um, and that sort of hatred and that, that grim reaper, you know, sort of looming over my life on the daily is really what I, the reason why I agreed to do the campaign and why I stand up and talk about it so often because people need to see that, you know, I'm just living my life and I'm protecting myself so that I can protect everyone else Mm -hmm. from HIV now. Um, and, you know, it's just about doing what we can to sort of educate ourselves and, and make it a, a, a nicer place for people living with and a safer place for those people not living with HIV. Mm-hmm.
1: It has, like you just said, changed where you're like, I've got no, no markers now. Like I couldn't possibly um, pass it on. You were diagnosed in 2011. How did yeah. you take that diagnosis back then? Because even from that, that time, it's changed so much.
2: Oh look when i first came out it was illegal for me to to have sex without disclosing first um i could have gone to jail mm. had had something happened when you know you've been out you've had a few drinks and it's not always the the easiest time to sort of go hey let's have a really serious conversation yeah. <laughs> um, so if i'd made a mistake which l- luckily i never did and i've i've been lucky enough to sort of have a really clean bill of of um you know sexual practices but it was really scary and I was really alone for a lot of it. And I was, you know, at the time I was in a very public role with my job. um, And I was carrying this all behind the scenes because Mm -hmm. I couldn't be out as what people perceive as dirty, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or infected or dangerous. Um, So I lived a life for the good 10 years of my HIV positive life um, in the shadows. And it's only very recently that I came out to my family and it's only recently that I've started working in the public eye because I know what it's like to experience that, that stigma, that shame, that mm. hatred mm-hmm. and violence. You know, like I've had some terrible experiences because of my HIV, even though I'm less of a threat than someone who thinks they might be HIV negative, mm. um, but hasn't been checked recently. Yeah, right. Um, so, realistically, I'm the safest person to engage with practices with right. because you know you can't get it from me, but with someone else who's unaware of this, that is... yeah, Yeah. 131060,
0: mm-hmm. um, Clint is on. He's HIV positive and ready to take your questions. Nothing's off limits here. This is about understanding um, what it is like, how people treat him. Um, I'll kick it off here with, do you mind if I ask Clint... Yeah. Who, do you know who gave it to you and... How did you feel about that person when you found out?
2: Really interesting question um, because a lot of people do ask that one and the answer that I always give is, yes, I do know who gave it to me and it's me because I was never put in a situation that I didn't choose to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, I could probably figure out who it was um, and I could work back, but then what that does in my position is that puts the blame on someone else, whereas I can forgive me and I have forgiven me. I Mm. can take the responsibility and I can work through that emotion and that sort of gravity of I've made this decision because no one forced me to do anything. Mm. I could have used Mm. protection. I could have made different choices, but I didn't. And I can rectify that for myself. Mm. Um, What I don't want to do is put someone else's face in it and blame them and walk away sort of... Um, feeling like someone else did this to me, because that's a victim place. Yeah, it takes away the
0: power from you. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we got Nikita joining the show. You're on with Clint. Go
3: ahead. Hi, Clint. Um, Do you mind if I ask, when you start to get to know someone or dating someone, how early on in the piece do you let them know that you're HIV positive? Is it a first date thing or a few dates in? Look, it depends.
2: Like, I'm pretty upfront um, straight away because... In the very early days of my diagnosis, I had a terrible experience where I sort of met someone and we were dating for a few uh, weeks and then something happened um, and it got very violent and very aggressive mm-hmm. because that's something that's, you know, people – and this is you know, 11 years ago. So um, I like to tell people straight up because it's kind of <laughs> – it kind of becomes a bit of a filter because if someone can't understand it or won't accept it at the beginning – it's kind of like a sifter of the people that are actually going to stand by you when times get tough anyway, because there's yeah. no risk to them. There's no um with the treatment that is now available, like there is physically no risk to them in any way, shape or form. It's just a mental challenge. And if they can't get past that at the beginning, um, it's probably not gonna be the best relationship for me anyway. So First up, I'm pretty sure.
1: Clint, do you mind if I ask, if people are getting diagnosed, I guess, this day and age, is there some sense of irresponsibility where people aren't getting tested? Like it, it seems like maybe we'll be able to get to a stage where if everyone is, I guess, not not able to pass it on, then it might get eradicated.
2: Correct. And that's where we actually, actually in, in a Sydney um, at the AIDS conference I was recently attending, they have uh, officially eradicated new HIV um, diagnosis in the inner city suburbs uh, because of the fact that so many people are on PrEP, which is um, preventative treatment, so they can't get it if they don't have it, and people who do have it, and 98% of people in that particular suburb who know they have it um, are on treatment. So pretty much then there's only 2% of 30,000 people, which is not a lot of people that are potentially a risk to anyone contracting. So you're absolutely right. The more people that sort of take the stigma away from getting tested, the more people that sort of arm themselves with um, the things that can protect them from contracting it themselves before they become exposed. And knowing that if you do have um, sex and there is something that could potentially be a risk, go immediately to your doctor within 72 hours and you can go on what they call PEP, which is like, okay, the condom broke, or whoop oops, we didn't use a condom. Mm. You can go on a treatment for a, for a week, which means that it um, stops you being able to take the virus into your body as well. So, all
0: right,
2: uh, if you right. Take, yeah, that's called um, PEP, which is post-exposure okay. exposure um, treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are options um, for people that really means that you you shouldn't be getting HIV today if you understand. Mm the options you have available to you. Yeah. Let's go to Josh. He's
0: there. What's your question for Clint? Hey, Clint. Do you mind if I ask, um, what Mm -hmm. symptoms
3: did you have to have the urge to go get tested?
2: Look, this is a really good question. Most people get what they call, um, I can't say the word on radio, but they get a flu um, Mm. and they get really bad, um, like a really bad cold. So sweats, um, all of that sort of thing. I never actually had any what they call seroconversion so when you convert to being positive mm-hmm. i never had yeah. any major symptoms um i simply went for my checkup because my partner at the time came to me and said, look, I'm really sorry, I've got chlamydia. And I went to the, the clinic and I came back and I said, I'll see your chlamydia and I'll raise you for HIV. <laughs> right. Wow. That's a good win there, Clint. <laughs> I know. I, I play a good hand. Yeah,
1: I'm you're not, really competitive.
2: No, no, I will win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. No. There you go. Interesting. All right, we've got Sophie from Eaton's Hill on. Uh, Sophie, what's your question for, Clint.
3: Hi, Clint. Do you mind if I ask, if you wanted to have kids, does being HIV positive affect you having kids in the future?
2: Great question. Um, Because that was one of my biggest things. Like when it all sort of the gravity of of HIV landed on me, um, I was like, I'm never going to have kids. No one's ever going to love me ever again. I'll be single for my entire life. Like these are all the things that go through your mind because you feel like you are suddenly a marked person or or wrong um and that's something that we live with all the time but the good news is if i'm on treatment um i can actually have children like we can have babies because like undetectable viral loads means that it's not actually present in my semen um so if i want to have a baby i can and women who are hiv positive can have children and can even breastfeed and be completely healthy and safe to that child not being negative and not passing it on so there's really amazing technology happening there and and the more into it we get the more we realize that this this art so this treatment that we're now on means that there are we are essentially living a normal life um with no sort of health implications um at all really so yeah children are definitely an option for me in the future
0: Right. Well, Clint, thank you for your time this morning, mate. Yeah, really appreciate it. how open and honest you are with it. I'm sure it's going to help out um, people who, who've been living in the shadows with it, but also people to understand um, what it's like. So, thanks so much for your time.
2: Thanks for taking the time to talk to me as well. I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank
4: Excellent. you. Stab, Abby, and Matt on B105. In case nobody told you today,
0: you're cancelled. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Too soon. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Might be too soon. Might be, might be. It might be. We shouldn't do that straight away, right? Mm. But uh look, Lizzo, Lizzo is just she's she's just done amazing things in the music industry mm-hmm. for people's confidences. Mm-hmm. People that just look up to her. She's just done an Australian tour. Uh she's been doing music her whole life. She made mainstream success on her third album in two thousand and nineteen.
0: Big one.
1: No, this one was 2016. Yeah. Yeah, so she did it previously, and then when she was really big, sort of, I guess, released a lot of her previous yeah. albums that went. Yeah. Yeah. But she's so kind. Well, that's the impression that people are yeah. getting. Like, on stage, she supports so many different minorities mm-hmm. as well and just have such inclusiveness mm-hmm. that people are going, oh, you are just the poster girl. Yeah. You're the poster girl. And now it's come out saying a lot of the dancers are going, no, she's not the poster girl. She uh, bullied and we're doing a lawsuit against her. Yeah, they so enough. For For many different reasons for it. And I don't is there where there's smoke, there's fire?
0: I think, I think you know, sometimes you, you can go, oh, no, this one smells a bit iffy, but there's a lot of corroborating evidence at this stage, which would lend me to think that some of it at least is true.
1: Some people are saying that she, uh, she did fire the girls that are now doing the lawsuit. Right, so, I guess so no
0: one who currently works for her has come out and said...
1: Well, no, but a lot of them are saying, like, so these dancers have have filed the lawsuit and Mm. go through the courts and she hasn't had a statement um, yet talking about Lizzo, but there are other people that have supported the dancers. So one girl who was involved, I think, in uh, like a creative director, Mm. I said, for clarification, I'm not part of the lawsuit, but this was very much my experience in, in there. Big shout out to the dancers who had the courage to bring this to light. Mm. Another person has written and they were hired to do a documentary, a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So they had to travel with her.
0: I've seen some of that documentary.
1: Oh, but they didn't do it. So they oh. pulled out of the documentary. Oh. This person did. Said, um, in 2019, I travelled a bit with Lizzo as a director of her documentary. I walked away after about two weeks. I was treated with such disrespect by yeah. her. Oh. I witnessed how arrogant, self-centred and unkind she was. What's well, have a gander at the... The footage,
0: yeah, that the person surely, there's no way they went, well, let's just clear the cards on the GoPro. I mean, it must be That'd a be funny, rolling around. funny thing about it though too, because...
1: But these are feelings as well. Like I know what you're saying, like show the footage, but mm. um, I felt like, I felt gaslit and was deeply hurt, But um, but I've healed. I mean, these are the impressions of it. Like, So I wonder what's going to happen. Is there actual tangible things that they can sue for? I mean, mm. taking yeah. them to Amsterdam and making them do things that they didn't want to and had stated that they didn't want to. Mm. Yeah, I mean,
0: sex workers and stuff over yeah, there. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. that's something that they're going to be able to get. But I guess that's the case with a lot of different workplace work bullying mm. is it's, you know, sadly mm. hard to prove.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. But the, the, it's, the, it's the kind of like it, it reminds me of Ellen again. That thing of here is what I'm projecting, but here is what I actually am. If it's true, wouldn't that always eventually? Especially this. Maybe in the olden days, you could have got away with it, but someone's always going to put their hand up these days and go, "Hang on a second, she treated me but poorly." Do they not
1: realize? Like people like I don't Ellen think they, they must People like Lizzo, like they're Surely. saying that there's that, allegations against her weight shaming, Mm. which you'd feel for her being a poster girl for, you know, being any weight that you want to be these days Mm. or that you, you know.
0: Body positive.
1: Body positivity for you to say that you're weight
0: Mm -hmm. shaming. It's the hypocrisy, isn't it? The two-facedness of it, if it is to be Mm. revealed to be true. Mm. That is if it is.
1: Another one is saying that she had an excruciating audition process that allegedly took place over twelve hours, Mm. which resulted in her um, having uh, soiling herself because she had a fear of asking to go to the bathroom. With that situation, people go, "Oh, well, you could have."
0: I know. It's all a bit bizarre, like. I mean, of all the Hearing people it. you wouldn't expect, right? I mean, I every morning nice. I still wake up and Google Bill Murray and Tom Hanks and hope they're clean, and so far they have been. Um, but you know, one or two are they? They're just paragons of virtue, really, aren't they? And she kind of was too. And to have that soiled and sullied is is disheartening. It's that yeah. thing, of, you know, when a married couple break up, and you go, well, uh, like celebrity, and you go, well, if they can't make it, but you go with well, this, if if she can't be that good a person, then what hope does anybody else?
1: Have? I think we're just very lucky because we've never said we're nice.
0: That, well, that's the other thing about it, though, too. There are people yeah. out there that if they acted like this, you would go, well, that's her, you know.
1: I quite often tell people I'm an
0: asshole. They go, you're not that bad. Yeah, so yes, you yes. set the
1: expectations yes, and then, yeah. Yes. I'm horrible. Sure. You don't want to hang around me. Why not? You seem okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but deep down. Yeah. And then you can go, you can't sue me because I did tell I you. <laughs> I told you.
4: I warned you. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt
0: on B105. Hey, guys, tomorrow we've got Alpha Bucks on the air. Uh, it'll be the 4th of August. It'll be a Friday. Um, here are your answers to win 10 grand 8 o'clock live on B105. Your answers are hamburger, hyena, and Hugo weaving. Righto, see you tomorrow. Stop being my B105.